We now welcome on the owner of Nimble Coffee Bar, the ever-moving truck equipped with specialty coffee from Milwaukee. Coming near you somewhere soon, the owner herself, who is well-trained to do so, she is Lisa Vaccarello. Lisa, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Aiden? I'm doing great. It is a pleasure to have you on, and we were just talking, you know, pre-recording about what Milwaukee coffee is all about but specifically I think one of the big things that has obviously hit everybody and hit this industry so hard is the pandemic so how has you know COVID-19 affected your business specifically because you're in a a weird space where it's obviously and we'll get into it as you go on you know a, a mobile business our I guess a normal season for us would be a little bit of a hybrid of um Regular stops, uh, those would usually be throughout the week um, because people are on more of a regular schedule, right? They go to work at a certain time, they come home at a certain time, they go to class at a certain time, um, you know, they leave and go to their next class at a certain time. Um, and then, um, so a hybrid of, of um, kind of regular stops where people know they can find us and then special events. Um, so the pandemic threw a wrench in, in really everything. Um, less people going to work, as I'm sure you know, um, being a student, less people on campus, um, people working from home. Um, so uh, what we really, and then the larger events that we were doing, so company picnics and festivals with thousands of people, um, those were all canceled as well. So both uh, both of our sort of, our main revenue streams were uh, impacted. So, yeah, it's it's totally understandable, and I think, you know, generally speaking, um, pandemic notwithstanding, obviously, um, your business is a unique one. Like I said, when you're doing bigger things around company events or maybe a smaller scale, parking it right on the Marquette campus, which is how I met you. Um, mm-hmm. But how is you know just in general doing business from the truck? You know, take take listeners through your experience. <laughs> sure, uh, because I have done both. So um, I've worked in on um, I've worked for a few coffee companies, uh, larger companies, uh, smaller local companies, um, and then and then the truck. So um, so I guess um, as far as yeah, as far as like being being stationary versus being mobile. Um, you know, you really, you have to bring everything with you. You have to, um, you don't have a big, uh, large back room on your truck. So, um, you know, everything that you're going to need, um, you have to bring with you and you can sell out. We have sold out, uh, that includes water by the way. So we don't, you know, uh, (laughs) water to brew coffee. And so, um, you know, we have to bring that with us. We've, you know, a 33 gallon tank on the truck. Um, and, you know, once that's gone, if the organizer of the event doesn't have a water hookup, we're kind of done. <laughs> so it's a little different. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun. Um, sometimes you drive up to a place and you just don't know what to expect. And, you know, uh, normally a, a well-organized um, event will have thought to um uh reserve your parking space 
<laughs> you know, but it does feel like you're in a different coffee shop every single day because you're seeing different people, you're seeing different scenery. Sometimes you're parked and you're, you know, your truck is tilted on an angle in a park, you know, <laughs> and you're trying to pull a good shot of espresso and it's coming out heavy on one <laughs> side and light on the other side. And, uh, you know, so it's, you know, it, there's definitely, there are definitely some logistical things um, that are different, I guess. That is so funny. You know, I never thought about all of the intricacies of being mobile. And like you said, something as simple as, you know, obviously meeting different kinds of people every day, different locations, but also just the weird idiosyncrasies of, uh, you know, let's not tilt this parking spot because you have to, you know, pull a shot of espresso. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lisa Vaccarello joins me from Nibble Coffee Bar and you know, you just went through kind of a little bit of your background, but, you know, a little bit more in detail, what is your background in coffee, how you got into it? You know, how did you specifically get started? Sure. Uh, I got started as a, um, it was a college job. So it was kind of, you know, a, a little side hustle to make money um, when I was in school. Um, probably if you ask a lot of people who are a long time in the coffee industry, they'll have a similar story. They, they, a lot of people started at larger chains. I was at Caribou Coffee. Um, and uh, after I graduated, I, I stuck with it. I went to art school. So um, I did spend a little time at Marquette actually about three semesters. Um, and then, um, and then decided I wanted to kind of take a different path, but, um, but when I graduated, I was, you know, I was like, I should keep my barista job as kind of a side hustle, just to have money coming in. And I really enjoyed it. And uh, then eventually a, a management position opened up and um, I was kind of already doing a lot of the work because there was a management vacancy. I was already doing, doing it to fill that gap. And so I was like, well, I might as well just kind of take what's already kind of mine and, <laughs> um, and, and went for the position. And, you know, um, I had some leadership um, experience uh, from, from school. So uh, that just kind of became it. I became really interested in sort of the sensory aspects of coffee. Um, so, so cupping and produ the production end and things like that. And um, yeah. And so, and, then at some point just decided, you know, I could do this on my own. I could scale it down and make it really manageable and um, put it on wheels and, you know, see, see how it goes. <laughs> it's funny how you sort of describe it as a, a natural sort of gradual transition and say, hey, I just want to, you know, start a coffee truck, which is something that I think you know, I think I would speak for a lot of people saying it's kind of a, a big jump between, you know, like you said, working at the Caribous and the bigger chains of the world to a really innovative idea. Um, do you think your, you know, background and leadership that you just talked about kind of made it a logical, you know, decision to be that that innovative? Yes, um, I I think because my major was theater directing, so there was sort of a creative aspect. I apologize. That <laughs> no worries. Um, so uh, there was a creative aspect, and um, and then also sort of an analytical um, side to it, um, and and the whole kind of collaboration, getting a team motivated 
thing all really sort of applied and uh, I know I did make that seem very organic like yeah I worked in coffee and then I had a coffee <laughs> <job>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was something I'd been turning over my head for a while and um and uh just you know just I just felt like the that base skill set was there you know I've I've had to learn you know a few other departments of the business I'm pretty much every department I'm I'm the chair of all the right. departments <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I did have you know I had to learn new skills as well but I just I felt like that sort of base knowledge was there so that's super interesting and and you talked about it already um kind of being around different corners of the city how have you perceived Milwaukee in your time getting around so many of those corners what is your you know perception of brew city in in general from a just a downtown perspective sure i would say milwaukee is a very loyal city uh they like local um the people who live here like to support local companies they'll go out of their way to find them and support them um i'm originally from chicago um it's obviously a, a larger city and it draws more people from around the country. Um, and what I, the biggest thing I've noticed is that chain restaurants and chain, any chain business really tends to do really a lot better there um, because people, you know, they just, they recognize it from wherever they're from, if they're a transplant. Um, and, and here in Milwaukee, um, I don't know, you just don't see as many Starbucks or even like McDonald's. Um, and and in those places, there there is a place for those businesses here in Milwaukee, but it just seems to me that um that that the the people who live here, Milwaukeeans, I guess you could call them, <laughs> are um are just are just very they're very loyal to um to the hometown. So I respect that. I love that answer. And it makes me, you know, that much more of a fan of Milwaukee knowing that, you know, as a transplant originally from Massachusetts coming in to Marquette, um, seeing how much I've supported or wanted to support the local businesses through this project and just through, you know, buying a coffee daily from other places. Um, it's inspiring, but, but just from a coffee perspective, um, would you have a follow-up to I mean, you mentioned Starbucks already, um, kind of the so many different roasters and just businesses that you see around coffee in Milwaukee. Um, how do you think the consumers around the city, people that you've met, you know, having connections to, to people in the industry, how would you describe it from a coffee perspective? Sure. Um, the sort of the Milwaukee coffee culture. Um, I think, um, Again, I do think there are people who will go out of their way for a good cup of coffee, um, similar to people who will go out of their way for a local business. Um, I think if you can really have um, a solid product and reliable customer service and um, that consistency, um, people will people will support you. Um, I think um, I think craft coffee is very similar to craft beer, which has a, a good following here. So I think it's easy to make the jump for a lot of people. Um, but I also see a lot of uh, folks who um, don't have um, a lot of exposure to, um, to specialty coffee um, 
or espresso and milk based drinks. Um, and I see a lot of, a lot more of those people because I'm on the street. Um, and just, there's just random people walking by who, if they walked by a brick and mortar coffee shop, they might not walk in because they're like, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. But right. because I, you know, I'm interacting with them, they're looking at the menu. They're like, oh, what is this about? You know, they don't have to take that step to walk in. So I think, you know, I think there's, um, you know, there's a, uh, a diversity of um, coffee drinkers um, who here in Milwaukee. So um, definitely people who are looking for a local craft experience. And then, you know, people who just want convenience or a good price um, and they don't want to go out of their way. And that's okay too, because <laughs> I think the best cup of coffee is the cup of coffee that like fits with your morning. That's what I tell people. They're like, they're like, like oh, that. you know, Lisa, I don't, you know, I don't filter my water. I don't weigh my beans. I'm like, okay, like if that, you know, if it's too expensive to have equipment or it's too time consuming, then that's fine. Right, right. So it makes, no, it makes total sense. And that's a, one reason that, you know, I've, I've looked up to your business is you, that personal flair, what you just mentioned, you get to know them, they get to know you. And that's what, you know, I love about Nibble so much. Uh, Lisa Vaccarello joins me. She's the owner and uh, two rapid fire ones to finish up with you, with you, Lisa. I appreciate your time once again. Yeah. Let's do one real quick. How about, do you have a favorite drink on your menu? Oh, mine is just a double espresso. Um, okay. it's short, it's strong, it's efficient. Um, it's tasty. <laughs> that's my, that's my personal favorite drink. All right. And then last one, again, we appreciate you so much coming on. How about plans for the future? Is there anything that you would look forward to anything that we didn't get to that you're looking forward to getting to in the future? I'm looking forward to uh, things opening back up, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, yeah, otherwise, you know, uh, yeah, and I was talking to another food truck owner today, and we were just like, cannot wait for summer. I think, you know, we'll we'll bounce back. And um, yeah, so I guess I'm looking forward to that and um, hopefully more events, hopefully more, you know, um, fun summer stuff we're doing the cathedral square farmers market which is on saturdays um so that'll be one regular place you can find us in the summer <laughs> i was gonna say find her on social media on twitter at nimble coffee bar instagram at nimble coffee anywhere else people can find you your website nimblecoffeebar.com and then facebook.com slash nimble coffee bar Awesome. Yeah. Well, there she is. She's the owner of said Nimble Coffee Bar, Lisa Vaccarello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Aiden. Ha. Milwaukee Bucks? How about Milwaukee Trucks? I first met Lisa my freshman year at Marquette, fall of 2018. She could not have been nicer. Her personal flair that we discussed is real and it makes a difference. She has such a different point of view on the subject than all of the other brick and mortar location owners that we've interviewed and carries on her mobile business through her energetic spirit day in and day out through each neighborhood she visits. She is the epitome of entrepreneurship. 
This is Milwaukee Coffee, Reimagine Brew City. Uh, let's go.